Hi everyone, this is Sleeping Girl, and I'm sober because I'm here to talk to you guys a little bit about um, recent events in the kink community. This is, don't worry, this is not the entire podcast. This is just a short bit at the beginning because this is important information that I want you guys to have. Um, so, uh, as many of you have probably heard, uh, FetLife, which is a very large, if not, you know, the largest, most well known kinky social networking website, has just recently stopped allowing or will recently or will shortly stop allowing hypnosis and hypnosis related content on the site um which is kind of a huge blow to a lot of us especially um people like cc desad and i who straddle the lines between the hypnosis community and the bdsm community it feels like you know a lot of us are going through a pretty hard time with that um but I did want to give you guys some information of places that you can go to discuss hypnosis and hypnosis-related topics um, that aren't FetLife, um, because I think it's important that we don't give up now that FetLife is gone. There's plenty of other places we can go, and some of them are, for example, hipwatch.com. That's H-Y-P-W-A-T-C-H.com, which is a similar sort of social networking type of site, but specifically for hypnosis. Um, so there's a chat room in there and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, there's also nehu.org, N-E-E-H-U.org, uh, named as in the con that's actually coming up. Um, and the organizer of that event has stated that there will probably be forums set up there to discuss con and con-related activities, which is really important because that's coming up soon and you guys should check that out. Um, so those should be up soon. I know there's a lot of talk. Um, in certain circles about getting something else started very shortly. Um, so pay attention for that. I'll probably update you guys on that too. On Tumblr, there's also at Nihu, N-E-E-H-U, and there's also at um, recreational-hypnosis-resource, which is going around reblogging and blogging different events and resources um, for you guys. So there's plenty of others. If there's more, go ahead and let us know. Um, we'll probably keep you guys updated on places and stuff, um, just so that we all can keep the community thriving, even in dark times like this. So without further ado, um, please enjoy this fun escape Star Wars podcast <laughs> that we're about to listen to. Hi everyone, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And I'm Morgan. And this is our two, or shall we say three Hip Chicks podcast, uh, (laughs) where we get drunk and talk about subjects related to trance and stuff. Um, Just to let you guys know, this podcast is not safe for work, in case you didn't know that already. And please do not listen to this while you're operating... (laughs) (laughs) operating heavy machinery or driving a car or something because we do tend to do trance during this podcast um so we happen to have a special guest today um yeah hi yay thanks for having me on you're welcome we are going to spend this episode talking about it's our star wars special um because (laughs) star wars is great and we all love star wars and we're going to talk about things that are erotic about star wars and maybe ways that you can incorporate the eroticism of star wars into your relationship your trancy relationship um so let's move on to who are you morgan or zanium 
Um, I am a lot of things, but, but two of those things are Morgan and Zany M. Um, I am a gender queer, polyamorous, top leaning switch and a sadist, sadomasochist, I guess these days. Yeah. God, so many things. Um, but we love I'm also I, I'm also <laughs> a really huge fan of hypnosis and rope, and I. Yeah, I think that's good for now, because we'll probably get into Origins later. Sure, definitely. And also a really huge fan of Star Wars, and also a really good friend of ours. So, Aww. yeah. Likewise. Yay! Yeah. We were thinking about doing this because we all just saw Rogue One, and for the record, a warning I didn't state, there will be mm. spoilers in this... Major spoilers. Major yeah. spoilers <laughs> in this episode for all of the Star Wars franchise, including The Force Awakens and Rogue One thus far. <laughs> Um, which I'm sure we're going to get into. It's the topic on everyone's mind right now. Um, but so, so yeah, good. why don't we kind of talk about our origins with Star Wars and maybe relate those to some experiences? Um, uh, if either of you guys want to start that Sure. Um, so I guess like my origin with Star Wars, I, I don't entirely remember when I saw it. I saw it very young, um, probably... Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. right before I turned 10, something like that. Uh, and I'm 33 now, so it's been, been a long time. Um, and it kind of was a huge fucking hotbed of fantasies for me. I wasn't entirely <laughs> sure what sex was, and yet I sort of was thrust into a world where a lot of it was super fucking sexy to me. Um... Breast yep. is a good word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, thrust is a good word. Um, and uh, yeah, just like, like the concept of Darth Vader and his, you know, mind penetration and his force choke and all mm -hmm. of that just got me really hot. I mean, apart from a lot of the other concepts, but um, it was my oldest mind control fantasy, and so I kind wow. of created the class on force choke, hypnotic force choking, really. Yeah, which um, is, for the record, that's an amazing class. If any of you ever mm, get out to any cons that Morgan is at, she probably will be teaching this class because it's so popular. People really like it, but I also really love teaching it. Yeah, and it's a super hot class. I mean, I'm a little bit biased because I tend to demo bottom for the class whenever I'm around sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but at least two times now. At, right, exactly. But, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, Cece, what are your origins with Star Wars? Um. Okay, so mine are a little different, as as we all... Right, uh, as our listeners kind of know, I'm not a, I'm not a fetishist, so to speak, or at least I wasn't, you know, born that way. <laughs> For mind control um, and stuff, yeah. Right. So, um, so for me, I saw Star Wars very, very young. Um, it was it was kind of a huge part of my childhood. Interestingly enough, like I actually was was Yoda for Halloween when I was like four and my father was just really big into um, sci-fi. Um, so he loved Star Wars. And then my mom was big into fantasy. So she loved Star Wars. Um, and so I really, like I saw all of them 
um, and um, some of them I think I even saw in the theater. Um, speaking, when I say some of them, right, there was only three when I was growing up, <laughs> just to be clear. So as far as I'm concerned, those were like the Star Wars movies. Right. Um, I think a lot of people agree with you on that. Too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Well, or, or at least in my age group, I suppose. Yeah. Agree with me. Um, but when it comes to the erotic part, for me, because I'm more of a, uh, my fetish is more of control, and I've had that ever since I was a very little girl. Um, for me, uh, Leia, as the slave to um, Jabba the Hutt, is what turned me on, right? When he, like licked her and stuff that was really gross and exciting and, and everything. And that was really hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, she had chains and that outfit was like right. my ideal uh, slave outfit for like forever, you yeah. know. You um, freak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then interestingly enough, the mind control part was not as erotic or even um, <laughs> um, I actually thought it was like campy um and uh kind of silly actually uh the mind control and even the choking part to some degree um even though i liked the choking definitely came later in life that i ended up liking that like human humongous immensely uh, yeah immensely <laughs> it is now. Sure is. If you were thrust into things, <laughs> I can definitely say immensely. But um, yeah, so that. But then, of course, um, these last ones that I saw with uh, uh, Sleeping Girl and stuff, you know, and and since well, now I've you're her, now you're now you're going far into the present what are you doing oh, we're supposed oh, to only talk about origins. origins understood yeah geez okay oh. well then that's that was my original but um pretty huge into my childhood like um slavehood type uh eroticness for yeah me. well mm -hmm. honestly i think i think a lot of people um identified with you in the concept of like the slave leia outfit is like kind of known as this um this it is known. symbol it is known no we're not talking about that in this this is star wars <laughs> um no but Other slave. it's a symbol it's a symbol for people of like their first kind of dns thing mm -hmm. and there was like a seinfeld episode about it i don't know if you, either of you have seen yeah that. I've, I've seen it but i haven't seen it in years yeah me either i just remember that it existed um <laughs> for me when it comes to star wars i my dad was huge into Star Wars, and so he was trying to get me to see it uh, when I was little. Um, and I didn't think it was that cool um, because my dad was super into it. And anything that my dad likes is, is certainly not that cool. But I secretly liked it. I just didn't tell him. Um, <laughs> You're like, yeah, dad, whatever. And then, and then, of course, that scene comes up in A New Hope, episode four, where they do the these aren't the droids you're looking for oh God, type of thing. And it was like, <gasps> as a child, I was always rather convinced that mind control was trying to follow me in some way because I, I had seen it in so many other media that was, it, it was eroticized for me as like a little girl. And then that happened and it wasn't formative, but it was definitely something that was 
important to me mm. <laughs> when I was that age. Yeah. Yeah. So what about the choking? Did that... No, actually the choking wasn't... Um, I liked it. Right. But it wasn't... I mean, when I was that young, it wasn't as huge for me as mind control was. Like, mm-hmm. when I was that age, mind control was everything. It was the only thing that I found erotic in almost everything. The mm-hmm. choking stuff came later. The, so, Morgan, you must have found some of the choking stuff pretty hot in the early days for you. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think, I think I'm also... I also, because I'm super into rope I know that I have a control thing um yeah and and even you know like we were talking about earlier the scene where Darth is like physically choking someone out to the point where he's lifting them off the ground yeah yeah was a level like I was like why am I so excited by this what yeah. the fuck is going on you know uh-huh. mm-hmm. I don't know that I had that word at the time but you know right. um and so it was kind of a even though it was pre-sexual for me, it was a little bit like, well, there's something here. Yeah. Um, did you, you get, know. was it like tinglys for you? Like, did you get those kinds of feel? I'm just so interested in people's like <laughs> oh, no, totally. pre-sexual. Um, I, you know, like looking back, it's a little hard to be sure what's real and what's not, but like, of course, yeah. you know, like the, the concept of it does kind of get me a little bit more warm in temperature. Mm-hmm. Like my my body starts to get warmer. Yeah. And I'm a little mm. bit more uh, aware of certain parts of my body. So mm. like interesting. Um, you know, so that that's something that I think has been a constant throughout my life when I'm like have some interest in something. Um you know, like, I, I notice the warmth mostly in my arms and my neck. Interesting. That's really interesting. Um, Not but, in other areas that might people may notice warmth right, in their bodies. Right, I would have assumed you were talking about, but right, I right. was wrong. <laughs> well, well like, people... that, that too, but, like, not not like you would think, because it was so, so early on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it probably... I think my awareness of it caused it to go more there, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Like, the more mm-hmm. of my genitals or whatever. You know, like, but, you know, mostly before I knew really what was going on, it was, like, my arms, my my chest, my neck. Yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. My face, probably, too. Right. right. Because, I, because I could feel myself. And I think it was, like, a, totally a reaction to, and maybe a... a uh, effect of me blushing, right? right. Well, and it was it, it. It struck me when you were saying it of like you know people get these full body blushes and mm-hmm. like heat rises to their face and like you were saying mm. your chest and even down the arms. Some people yeah. blush like that. Do you blush like that? Do you have those? There are times when I do blush like that, or I feel like I am. I don't know if I right actually do. I do get quite red. Um, yeah, you know, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know if, you know, whatever, like, and I want to go into the psychology of the thing, but that might be part <laughs> of why I don't mind blushing. Like, I actually mm-hmm. kind of enjoy it. Oh, it's it's the best. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I hear you. Oh. I never whole, thought that much into the... The whole bashful thing. 
yeah kind of it's something that just happens yeah i hear you doesn't mean i'm not gonna do what i'm gonna do it just means that i'm gonna feel that extra so as whatever. a top even ooh, interesting yeah. i love that that's yeah. that's fabulous yep. so well then <laughs> let's kind of talk about how all of this relates to our present selves as like adults who can act on these impulses and urges that we may have had as younger people mm. um and maybe some of the newer movies that have come out in our adulthood. Um, I know everybody wants to talk about Rogue One. At least I do. I yeah. <laughs> maybe not everybody. When but... you were texting me, you're like, have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? <laughs> I want to talk about yeah. it with you. Yeah. So that scene happens where, I, I don't know if anyone who's listening what is. What scene is this? Yeah, who has seen Rogue One, who may be questioning <laughs> what scene we might be talking about, where, uh, oh god, I'm really bad with names, but what's-his-face, the the pilot is getting interrogated by the leader of the extremists, Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden the leader mm-hmm. dude is like, you know what, we have a special tentacle monster for you, and then he gets strapped <laughs> into a chair, and the tentacle monster starts, like, raping his brain, and we're all just sitting in the theater, like, what is going on right now? Are you for real? Are you <laughs> really doing this? I am surrounded by people, why? <laughs> we were not surrounded by people, we saw Rogue One, and it was, like, an empty theater, we were oh, so lucky. Empty theater, though. It was no, great. the theater for me was full. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> full. Well, oh, and I'm like, it's dark. No one can see me blushing as red as a beet. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, but I, I still can't believe. Well, okay, so we'll we'll talk about that. But like, what other things? Because I know Cece, at least, um, when you kind of grew up, and uh, especially recently, have some different feelings about um, some of the erotic nature of the subjects in Star Wars. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, so basically, um, since I've met you, um, I I guess you could say my awareness um, of mind control and so forth, um, and just all of it is just, now it's just all hot, you know what I mean? Like, all the other things, and obviously that's your influence, I mean, just hands down, that's your influence, and it, I'm, I mean, I'm always influenced by my owners you know what I mean or like, oh, yeah. or like people in your life in general everybody's influenced by people in your lives but when they're really close and like brainwashing you obviously you get a little influenced by that yeah and <laughs> it's a side effect um and um but yeah no so now all the all the mind control all the choking is just hot mm. you know yeah. Um, so, and it's like, I'm, I'm noticing all of it and everything. Well, and for um, me, it, yeah. it wasn't necessarily, because obviously the mind control stuff was there for me, but it was some of the other things like the choking stuff, mm. which turned immediately hot, like as soon yeah. as I hit puberty or something. Um, <laughs> and then, and then just the fucking, um, there was the, the scene with the tentacle stuff also immediately yeah. hot um and then there was that scene in the force awakens where they have ray i think who's yep. strapped down and i oh, think that it's was hot come on i now. think it was kylo ren that was yep sort of was. interrogating her thank you 
our uh, local Star Wars expert, Morgan here, knows everything. Not everything. Um, and and just within the context of like me, who I am right now, which is in this kinky relationship, just sees all of these things in such a different light. Mm, Morgan, right. can you can you? I know because you like you do this stuff on a regular basis yeah, as well. Yes, so <laughs> can you can you maybe expand on on how your adulthood was influencing your your childhood feelings or or vice versa? Well, I think I think you know it I think it comes in layers because that's how things develop, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I so I feel like like in reference to the scene you're discussing or in just gen- like generally. I think generally and also probably if any of the scenes that we're talking about have inspired any moments with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, please tell. Okay. So, uh <laughs> So there was, uh, you know, that scene that you're discussing, you know, the, the, I haven't done a thing with the Rogue One tentacle creature mm-hmm. yet, yet, yet. I'm, 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 I'm thinking up a thing, um, <laughs> but the, the, like, for lack of a better term, mind invasion, the Kylo uh, Ren one, yeah, yeah, um, sort of battle sort of thing, like uh-huh. force, force of, Instead of force of mind, it's sort of force of will. It's sort of force of mind. You uh-huh, know, uh-huh. Um, I I've done some of that, um, and you probably have seen some of that if you've been to my class um, between me and Pynchon. Um, oh yeah, you know. But I've done I've done some more private play and really like sort of had had someone have a thing that they wanted to keep a secret from me. And like you know, obviously with with consent and all that consent, right, non-consent right, right. stuff too. Um, you know, <laughs> like with my pet. Um, but you know, like and then drawn it out of them using yeah my mind powers and yeah. intensity and like a really hot hypnosis interrogation thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and so that those have been some really interesting. Um, wonderful scenes that I never thought, like, I can't imagine what my 10-year-old, 9-year-old self would have thought. Right. You know? I know, I right? no concept that I would be doing this shit as an adult, for real. You know. um, oh, God, no. You know. <laughs> in, like, my wildest hypno-fantasy, sure. Mind-control fantasy, I should say. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, I think the taking the, taking the steps to make it happen for real or at least in your mind uh has been mm-hmm. really has been really freeing for me on a lot of a lot of levels and like really gratifying yeah well i mean i can imagine like because having those sorts of fantasies as a child and then like growing up with them and and finally beyond all odds finding an outlet for that kind of thing mm-hmm. that's crazy mm. Yeah. We, we all kind of live a little bit of a fantasy life here. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We're all very, very, very lucky in some ways. Well, so maybe let's, this might be a good segue into talking about like how we can make some of these realities. I mean, 
we haven't really discussed the specific moments except in passing, like with the Jedi mind tricks mm-hmm. and your force choke and mm-hmm. your force interrogate and yes. your generic, really woefully generic mind rape tentacle <laughs> creature. <laughs> right. Which, okay, no, I'm going to take this opportunity to talk about this. So <laughs> I have to, I have to go on this. I have to go on this rant about this because they eroticized that scene so heavily. So there was, heavily. There was yeah. no other reason for them to take that scene where he's in the chair and decide, oh, we're going to throw in a tentacle monster who's, oh, going to, like, mind rape him. And yep. and they're doing this, I think, as some sort of throwback to camp, but also really deeply fetishizing it for the audience. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so thrown because they don't do that anymore with movies. They don't have that sort of campy, kitschy feel to those scenes anymore. They do the wide-eyed damsel in distress, but they don't do the, like, dude with the eyes rolled back getting raped by tentacles. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't do it anymore. No, and they so, really don't. I know. You're, aren't you kind of, you're a movie buff kind yeah, of person. I, I, yeah, I like, am. Like, even more so than I'm giving credit to, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, the thing is, is that I, I don't know what made them cho- like choose to, to make that decision. Um, I do feel like Rogue One is a very, has a very, like, classic style yes. story mm. arc. And I don't know if it was intentional that they did that, that they brought it back to that, you know, early sci-fi my tentacle mind rape. Uh-huh. you know monster uh-huh. thing you know it's it was it was simultaneously terrifying and erotic erotic oh yeah. so much so um and and also the concept like which which we haven't touched off on the concept of losing your mind yeah with that creature uh-huh um right because there's like a danger of that within that scene. Well, and right. the, the danger aspect, obviously, for some of us, adding more to the oh, yeah. thing. Right. I was actually quite afraid that um, at the end of that scene where they found him in a cell and he was, like, like derp after that, yeah. obviously. Right. I was Super like... Derp. I was, like, simultaneously aroused, but at the same time, like, oh my god, are they gonna have this guy who's, like, total derp on their <laughs> ship this whole time? No. And then he got uh, his mind back, so it's fine. But, but yeah, but I was a little worried. But yeah, but no, seriously, I was a little I sad. Mean. Actually, I was a little sad that he got his intelligence back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that this monster like did stuff. Like, what happened? Yeah, yeah no, it's only off. It's only temporary. I know, but that was never suggested. Well, and <laughs> some people have been known to lose their minds. That's true. There was an out given by what's his face. Forrest Whitaker. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. It's gonna drive me crazy. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh my god. He. I don't know. No, I think very clearly there was a writer that was into tentacle rape and, <laughs> and as mind fetish control. and and mind control, and that's where that's where you got that scene. Hell, I can't explain half of the like television or movies from like I know there's no other purpose for it like what the fuck (laughs) when we were (laughs) sitting in the theater it was so funny (laughs) sleeping girl sitting there next to me 
And I see the tentacle monster. They're talking about how it's going to suck out, you know, know if he's lying or whatever. Bang my head back onto and, the seat. Oh no! I look at her, and as I'm moving my hand over to comfort her or squeeze her leg or whatever, right? You know, for that reassurance or just acknowledgement that I know what you're experiencing right now, kind of thing. <laughs> um, and maybe even camaraderie. Uh, it talks. It starts to slither in his arms and stuff. It goes to his brains and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is done. <laughs> I was just gonna cover you for the tentacle monster. <laughs> then it's a brain sucking tentacle monster. <laughs> We're like, what the hell? Um, so, so uh, the character's name is Sagrera. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I would have Thank no idea. You. Oh, saw no, like it's... saw like a handsaw. <laughs> handsaw oh, Guerrera. No, no, it's it's saw. It's okay. Like that's fine. Seen saw whatever. Anyway. So, okay, so this sounds like this is a great point to start to talk about, like, maybe how can we start to simulate some of this stuff? Because uh, I assume most of the people, if not all the people who are listening to this podcast, are interested in Mm. hypnosis and potentially doing some of these kinds of things in their relationships. Definitely. Yeah. So my first thought of what we could, what I could do to... (laughs) To do this, you see the top to get a gold bra and mm-hmm. a, a gold bikini, and then I would be all set because we, because I'm sure we could find the chains. That's fine. Well, and I'm sure if you were walking <laughs> around in a golden bikini, you'd be able to hypnotize many a person, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not the place that CC is trying to go with that. No, <laughs> no, I actually just want the. The, she wants someone to grab the job of the hut person yeah. too. But honestly, I got thinking about it. Honestly, it's probably part of the humiliation too. Mm. That was oh, really yeah. erotic for me. Of course. Not just the slave, but the humiliating part. So Well, I think that's I don't know, I feel like that's a given. Like that whole oh. scene is full of eroticism, not just within the fact that she's being subjugated, but like the fact that she's being oh, subjugated yeah. by Job horrible, of the hut. Yeah. Wait, this disgusting yeah. slug disgusting creature. Slug. Yeah. No, it's, it's hot. It's hot as fuck. Okay. Yep. I just wanted to clarify. Okay, well, your idea of integrating this into a relationship sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be a slug monster? Not really. I mean, I could. I could no, I do really, that. I don't, I don't really want you to. But be that's just monster. that's just easy. That's just replaying scenes. Although it is worth mentioning that I think that um, getting clothing and various accessories that add to a scene really mm. do add to a hypnotic scene if they you're really dressed do. the part, you know. Mm. And even even the act of changing into those clothing yeah, items, yeah, is, is, oh. can be transformative. Absolutely. So. Good point. Once you put on the golden bra, you will become. Yeah. There you go. Slave Leia. Well, so I, Morgan, this uh, this portion is really a lot about you because you do teach this class, and you don't have to teach the class necessarily as much as talk about maybe a little bit of what you're going for. Um. So, so the the class that I teach is the hypnotic breath play uh, aspect. And so what I basically do within the class is that I, I make friends with the person's subconscious. 
or some form of relationship with the well, person's subconscious. Let me just clarify, this is to create a force choking sort yes. of scenario. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And um and you know, the the model that I use is, you know, like it's very it's very permissive, but this is before I get to the you know, we're gonna be doing the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and the reason why I do that is it allows me to work with the person and have them know that I am myself during those moments so that they feel a certain level of safety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like no matter what, they can always come out of whatever state they're in. Um, and I, and I suggest that. Um, but the, the steps that I take people through is I go into their, you know, whatever their control room is, is the metaphor that I use. Right. And I have them find the panel that, uh, that controls their breath. And then I ask them, Hey, can I mess around with this panel? Are you good with that? And mostly people have said, yes, I think I've only had one say one person say no on the time I've been doing it. Um, and then I, I have them imagine what it looks like and it can look exactly how it looks to them. You know, really the details can be filled in by them. Um, and very, very infrequently I have them and, and sometimes I ask them what it looks like and that way I can modify my language to suit that. Right. Um, and then I have them imagine a toggle switch and it has to look how they want it to look and everything. But each time I, I have, I, I'm checking in with the person, um, and I ask them, I'm going to have you imagine this toggle that's on and off. And when I say breath on, your breath is automatically on, obviously. Um, when I say breath off, your breath go- goes off. Um, and then I play around with that a little bit and have them see that that works. Right. Um, and then the other thing that I do, it, it, you know, and, and in every class that I've done, and I've done this class a lot, I've been honored to work with really amazing subjects. Um, but I tell the person that they're an amazing subject and that they're able to do amazing things in trance and out of trance. Um, so I tell them that they can easily and capably open their eyes while they're deep in trance. Um, and they can see my hand in front of them, um, talking to them about how, like, when I make a certain grabbing motion, they will feel like the toggle switch is set to breath off. Um, and I also, for safety reasons, I have them make sure they look at me until they can anymore when I have my hand out like in the grabbing movement um, similar to how Darth Vader does mm-hmm. um, mm. and when I let go they're able to breathe again um, and so uh, that's basically it um, you know I've and then I do demos um, and there there's been a lot of different pe- things that people have added and I've added to the class um, yeah you know like the closer you your neck is to my hand the better you feel the better it feels to have me squeezing the breath out of you um from afar mm-hmm. or the more helpless you feel or whatever you're feeling more right that, right um, you know the more controlled the more vulnerable well, and it's an amazing class like it's I, like the the energy in the room just kind of becomes this thick, heavy, 
very sexual thing while you're doing these mm-hmm. choking demos over and over. If anyone is, is going to anything and you see Zany Morgan or Zany Thoughts or whoever, you know, yeah. whatever name <laughs> she puts down, Zany M doing this class, like, go to this class. It's amazing. I'm teaching it yeah. at Charmed, so sadly Anyone's going, going to be there. But... I know. But we'll a lot of people are. Yeah, but a lot of people are. So if you're going yep. to Charmed, check this class out. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and it's a really good in-depth way of doing force choking, which obviously is not the only way, but a really good in-depth way yeah. of doing force choking. And I know you'll, you'll yeah. also see a lot of fun other force stuff during the class. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I at least in the times that I've been there, you haven't done um, Jedi mind tricks, but I would think that on a on some level of hypnotic play that's a rather oh yeah um simple thing to do for people because it just requires the the um desire to have someone do something and well yeah and i and i do think that like you know like the like for example and you know if you want me to shut up i will um <laughs> but your relationship your your relationship with cc like if you wait if you wave your hand at her yeah yeah. And said like uh-huh. this is this is true. There's a really good chance that she's going to It'd be done. It'd be done. It right. Be done. Right. right. Luckily right. we have that, that sort of history and stuff. Um But I do think it would be a little extra hot. Um <laughs> Um if if there was like repeating or something involved. Like I don't know. Mantras. Oh, yeah, you definitely... just like mantras. I know yeah. it not just mantras. Call and response, you know. It's... Yeah, that's true. Right. That's actually less of a mantra, I think. Uh, yeah. Mantras is more as, uh, what? What did I say? Anyway, <laughs> mantra is more of, like, saying it over and over, isn't it? Yeah. It can't, no, it no, can't no. Be. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's just, you know, repeating you what time. you say. I know. Anyway. But I, I would think that'd be more hot. <laughs> you know, repeating it back. Yeah. The mindless re- repetition. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just as a um, byproduct of this particular conversation, I suspect that if I were to do that sort of thing, you may have that reaction. Right. If exactly. it were to happen. If it were to happen. Exactly. <laughs> See, you're already repeating her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, I didn't. I didn't actually see that until you pointed that out. <laughs> That's brilliant. You're not meant to. That's brilliant. That's just brilliant. <laughs> oh man. Oh, God. Okay. So I think we're. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of good with the talking stuff, Morgan. How are you feeling about uh, stuff? I'm feeling good about stuff. Well, okay. so then I guess I'll introduce this portion. We're going to do our usual trance portion, but with a very unusual sort of um, cast, I suppose, where I think uh, Morgan's <laughs> actually going to be topping the two of us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, how much time you want me to go? Um, let's, can we try to keep it under 10 minutes or something? Sure. All sure. right. Yeah, five, um, five, ten minutes or so um, um, would be great. I, I, I feel like a shithead, but I have to go to the bathroom, so. Okay, all right, I, good. I, I think I'm going to do that <laughs> first. All right, we're back. Hi again. Hi. <laughs>
So uh, we were uh, discussing potentially maybe doing our little uh, thing here, you know? A little thing here. A little thing here. You know, if you're up for it. I totally am. Oh, that's good. So, what I'd like for both of you to do is simply just get nice and comfortable in your chairs. Or perhaps make yourself even more uncomfortable. And feel your body in the chair, sinking into the chair. And start to feel the level of trance creeping in, creeping into your mind and creeping into your body, your bodies. And sleeping girl, for you, I know that you love the idea of that tentacle going across your skin, your flesh. I know that it excites you and terrifies you. And perhaps you can imagine now, as you start to feel that tentacle go across your body, perhaps feel it in your mind. The intensity just starts to creep in more and more. And as I speak to Cece, you'll start to feel this trance deepen more and more. As you hear my voice and express and feel your longing, perhaps my touch around your neck. (laughs) That's right. And it feels so good because I know that my hand on your neck feels perfect, doesn't it? That's good. So Cece, I haven't really gotten to play in this way before, but I know that you can hear my voice and you probably like the sound of my voice, the sound of my voice in your ears. And there's something in that mindlessness that I know that you gravitate towards. So simply repeat what I have to say and it'll feel really good to repeat these things. I am just a slave. I am just a slave. Very good. And just repeat that again. Just a slave. You can just continue to repeat that. Just a slave. But even though this is sort of a mantra. It started as a call and response, and that's very exciting to you, isn't it? The words start to make less sense to you, even though they just keep repeating over and over and over. I am just a slave. I am 
so well. I'm sleeping, girl. I'm going to come back to you now. Can you hear me? Hmm. And Cece, you can just start saying the words to yourself so almost only you can hear it. Very good. Sleeping girl. I know that you're probably nice and deep right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you can feel that creature <gasps> starting to touch you, <gasps> starting to feel tentacle wrapping around you any part of your body and it is simultaneously exciting but also fucking terrifying and perhaps there's something that you are trying to keep from this monster And you may just find that as its grip tightens around you, <laughs> it will start to take whatever that thing is away. And it'll take it away temporarily, but it'll still take it away from you. <laughs> And you can feel it draining from you as this creature starts sucking on your flesh. Very good. And you can just let that work because I know that at the end of this, when I bring you back, you'll be perfectly fine. But for now, you can just allow yourself to imagine, visualize what it would be like to have something taken away permanently. Very good. Now, Cece, I'd like for you to repeat the phrase, I am yours. I am yours. Very good. I am just a slave. I am just a slave. I am just an object. I am just an object. I am just a slave. I am just a slave. And the more that you say these things over and over, the more you start to believe that they're true. And knowing that when I take you out, you'll be back to normal, back to your usual self. But for now, you can just be a slave. 
it's so simple, so easy to just keep repeating these three phrases over and over. And it feels so good, each syllable. So now I think I'm going to bring both of you up and both of you will feel fine, feel back to your normal self, feeling safe, feeling yourselves again, feeling wonderful coming up on the count of five, one, two, three, four, and five, awake and aware. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, the room is so bright in here. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Was there drool? That sounded like there was drool. Not for me, actually. Probably for Cece. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I have a tendency to drool, especially with mindless stuff. <laughs> oh my god. I had this great I had this great moment in the middle of that where mm. I was getting my brain sucked out by a tentacle monster and I'm <laughs> nice. listening to you do this trance with Cece and you're telling her to repeat, you know, that she's just a slave and then you're telling her that that'll go back to normal soon and I'm like, but she's always a slave. <laughs> my brain's getting sucked out she's, by a tentacle monster. She's not my slave. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> But it was just kind of beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was. That Thank is you. really Thank beautiful, you both so much. <laughs> that yeah, was really lovely and fun and hot, mm, and thank you. Super hot. Oh thank you. Thank you, and thank you for having me on the on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So this was this was awesome. Um, so I guess for our listener question this time around, if you guys want to tell us about your Star Wars experiences, maybe things you found hot about Star Wars, I'm like blair right now maybe even stories <laughs> yeah. even stories even, about maybe some fan fiction you know, yeah whatever. give us some star wars sure. fanfic sure we're reading <laughs> yeah. fanfic right now yeah. um but please let us know what you thought about this and what you think about star wars and maybe some experiences you've had with your partners and stuff um so this has been a really lovely awesome time with two really lovely awesome people to Aww, me you too <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.